come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. My name is Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And together we are, I don't know, Kimbrat. Hope everybody's having a great day <laughs> out there. Welcome to another podcast. This is podcast number 81, I think. 81? I think it's 81. I th- I was going to say it's 80, but I think 80 already happened. I think 80 was last time. I, I think so. Let me double check here, but I'm pretty sure that we are on episode 81. Yes, episode 8-1. Which they probably Ocho already uno. knew. Ocho uno. Because they saw the number before. Well, it depends on, I don't know. Not everything has a number That's in front true. of it. That's true, that's true. And then some of them are wrong, like iTunes thinks this is episode 82. Because you messed it up one time. Shh. <laughs> All right, we have a fun episode for you guys today. Before we get into that... We got an email, a singular email. One email. From who? The Professor Travel. That's right. Thank you, Scott, for sending in another email. We do appreciate it. Remember, if you have emails, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have stories, if you have whatever, send them to fantasticcruising at gmail.com. And here's what Scott has to say. He says, hello to the Reno and Luna show. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is the subject of this email? The subject is, this is an email. Hello to the Reno and Luna show with Zillian Guinness on bass and drums. And hello to Matt and Smoochie Woochie. <laughs> That's me. That, that'd be you, Swankles. I booked a cruise on RCL. That's Royal Caribbean, for those of you that don't know. Like you, Matt? I, I just said what it is. So yeah, because I held up a cue card to tell you whatever, what to say. Whatever, whatever. The, the, the letter or word Q has different meaning for you now that you've been watching Star Trek, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Why are you talking about that? Because you said Q. I did? Yes. Anyway, can we get back to this email? Wow. Jeez. Cranky winky. <sighs> okay, smoochy woochy. It's better than cranky winky. Is it? I Yeah. Swankle Bojangle? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I booked a cruise on RCL for early March 2022, going to the ABC Islands. What is your next cruise planned for? Thank you, Scott. So, uh, first of all, congratulations on booking that cruise. 2022, it's got to happen. I mean, Scott's got to make it to the Caribbean one of these days, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, um, Scott, our cruise is currently booked for September of this year. Yes. It is slated to sort of supposedly go to the ABC Islands. However, it is within the time frame of not being allowed to do eight-night cruises, and it is an eight-night cruise. So, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if the itinerary is going to get changed. We don't know if it's going to things are going to change and we're going to be allowed to do eight nights. We're not even sure we're going to go on that cruise. We have to figure out. We have till the end of March to get a 100% refund. Which we've only got our deposit on anyways. We, we do. We do. So, but still, um, yeah, we have to We have to figure that out. I, I mean, I would like to stay booked on it and hope for the best. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But but I don't know. If, if, if it's going to be a cruise that goes somewhere else or not as many nights... Do we still go on that? Do we look for something else? I don't know. Maybe we still go on that. I mean, a cruise is a cruise, right? It's true. That's true. And it's a ship that we've never been on. And so... Yeah. It's like a... Well, I mean, everything about this cruise is different for me. Because it's a ship I've never been on. It's a way bigger ship than I've ever been on. It's with, like, more than just one other person. I've never been with, like, multiple groups of people. Well, right now it's just... Two other people. Well, okay. But, well, yeah. multiple groups, us and I them. I mean, unless unless Charlie and Bev 
come on board. We'll literally. see. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I and don't new, know what's going to happen. Yeah, and new ports for me. I've never been to those places. But you know so. what, Scott? If that doesn't, if that does fall through, then um, you may get stuck with us on your cruise. Who knows? I'd love to cruise with the Professor Travel. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I mean, and and his well, his husband seems very nice, and Scott seems like an okay. We guy could play D and D on board. We could play D and D on board. I've done that before. I know but that would be exciting. That and I'm like craving some D and D. Exciting and new. We haven't played D and D for Come like three weeks. Three weeks. Wow, that's how you roll, or don't roll. <laughs> okay, so anyway, that is, I guess, our version of the news. Emails. And this just in. Yeah, this just in. Nobody knows when cruise is going to start again. And it's all just a bunch of guesses and nobody knows anything. So that's our news. (laughs) That's our news as much as what we're willing to uh, go out on a limb for. But we do know this. We do know that people like to go to St. Thomas. And so our feature story today is going to be looking at the island of St. Thomas, what you can do there, what some of our people over at the Fantastic Cruising Community have done there, and then I can share my experiences of being on St. Thomas, which I've only been there twice, but um, I really like that island a lot. It's high, high, high up on my list of Caribbean islands. It's high, high, high up on my list of Caribbean islands to visit, because it's it's on my list of possible places to move to. Yeah. I mean, so well, let's start right there. Okay, so basically, St. Thomas is a U.S. territory. Indeed it is. Which means that we could move there without having to go through any citizenship changes. We could just live on a Caribbean island. Yeah, if we could afford it. I mean, why not figure it out? <laughs> It would be amazing. It would be very, very cool. And uh, having been to St. Thomas, I can tell you I would feel very comfortable from what I've seen of it. Remember, I've only been there twice and for limited amounts of time. But what I've seen of it, I would be very, very comfortable living there. It is known for its traffic. We talked about that a little bit when uh, we were telling that story last week. Yeah. But also, we got a little bit of feedback about people commenting on the traffic and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it is a traffic-ridden place. So this is what we're going to do. We have pulled up the cruise excursions through Carnival. Now, I know what you're thinking out there. If you're like a Royal Caribbean or a Norwegian person or something like that, I don't mean a person from Norway, but like a person that sails on Norwegian, don't worry, okay? Or Princess Mary, we didn't forget about you, Mary. But... uh, well, we looked at some of the other cruise lines, and the excursions seem very comparable. Now, we're going to stick with the cruise line-sanctioned excursions because we think that might be our only option when we start going back to St. Thomas. And quite frankly, if you did some of these outside of the excursion that the cruise line offers, you'd probably still do some of the same things, is what I'm trying to say. And I know that Griffin and Alyssa did a thing on St. Thomas where they they hooked up with like a travel agency or an excursion agency and they hit all these spots. And they're all spots you can hit through these excursions. So it'll give you a taste even if you wouldn't do the actual excursion. But we thought, you know, most of our listeners, I think, are carnival listeners. So it makes sense to kind of be a little carnival centric. And just keep in mind, like I said, if you're going through another cruise line, uh, it's probably going to be similar excursions and similar prices. So fear not. Yes, indeed. Fear not, traveler. Okay, so here we go. Let's let's start. You want to start us off here? Sure. There are 34 offered excursions, according to Carnival. Yes. Some of these are probably a little redundant, but we'll see what we got. So, the first one on the list is the Fast Cat Turtle Bay Snorkel and Honeymoon Beach. Fast Cat meaning a four-legged feline that goes very quickly, or it's a catamaran. It's probably the second option. <laughs> uh, what is a catamaran, Kimbra? Do you know what the what makes a 
boat a catamaran because it um, meows the engine <laughs> purrs yeah that's it i mean it's it's a boat yeah that's of a size and well, the size can the size vary a little matter, bit yeah but size doesn't matter do you hear that ladies sorry <laughs> go on <laughs> um i mean the catamarans that i've seen have like like the two there you go like bottom pieces. yes that's the two bottom pieces are what we're talking about catamarans are boats and instead of being on one hole they have two bottom kind of pieces bottom pieces we'll use timber's te- technical terminology there and uh, and what that does is it generally makes for a wider and more stable boat although it depends on the size of the catamaran they're kind of like they're kind of like the uh, the big brother of the pontoon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. They're like pontoony, but big. Or yes, yeah, bigger pontoons. Yeah. So what happens on this? It's a seventy-two dollars for adults. Three and a half hours. And forty-eight dollars for kids. Three and a half hours, and it's a moderate activity level, uh, minimum age of four. And what do you, what are you doing on this? Uh, thing here um you go to a snorkel spot called buck island buck island you're going to hear that several times because buck island has some coral but more importantly to most people it has some sea turtles yeah large green sea turtle population in saint thomas and so your odds of seeing a sea turtle if you're snorkeling in the right spots in saint thomas are extremely high I've seen them there. I have not. Because you haven't been there. Yep. All right. What else we got here? Um, so you do some snorkeling and then you go to Honeymoon Beach. Okay. So you get a little beach getaway as well. And it's it's a beach that's only accessible by boat. So you can swim. You can sunbathe. I don't know how the snorkeling is there. I haven't been to this beach. Um you can, let's see, indulge in water, sodas, and tropical rum drinks. Oh. Mm. Additional purchases can be made. So it sounds like the water, soda, and tropical rum is included. Yeah. And then after leaving the beach, you go back to the ship with some lively music, great scenery, and you get some free painkillers. Which, okay, a little history of St. Thomas. It'll get rid of your headache. That's right. That's right. No, I was going to say, though, St. Thomas became a U.S. property in 1917. It was actually purchased by the United States government for a whopping $25 million, which would be about $500 million today or so. And the reason they bought it is because they thought it would be a good strategic spot. It was this was around World War One. Remember, 1917 strategic spot to to uh Uh, Defend the Panama Canal and just the Caribbean in general. That's how it became a U.S. territory. Now, the painkiller is a drink that is known in this area. And I'm going to tell you what's in it. Have you ever had a painkiller? No. I think I have, and it's pretty good. So this is what it's got. It's got two ounces of dark rum. Authentic painkillers are made with Pusser's rum. But any dark rum will do. Four ounces of pineapple juice, one ounce of orange juice, and one ounce of cream of coconut, and then you top it off with some nutmeg. And uh, that sounds delicious. I don't know if you would like it because it's got the... All these drinks in the Caribbean have coconut. You're going to have to get over your coconut issue here. I just drink margaritas. (laughs) That's Mexico, not the Caribbean. That's okay. It's accepted everywhere. Okay, but I'm just saying you're missing out. That's all I'm saying. While we're talking drinks, we're going to the next next excursion. Well, no, let's let's not talk about that yet because we're going to get to that drink. We shouldn't talk about that yet. All right, moving on. Let me move my mouse. (laughs) Okay, next in line. We have the Contiki Party Boat and Beach Fun. Contiki, there's like a, that's like a story or I don't know if it's based on a historic thing of people that sailed across the ocean in a raft called the Contiki. Mm. I remember reading about that in my animal books when I was a little kid. It talked about the Contiki, a voyage of the Contiki. 
So what's going on here? You're going to get on the legendary Kantiki, not the actual raft. Okay, this is, looks like a big boat. And you got... This is going to be like a party boat, it looks like, right? Yeah. It's $59.99, so $60 I mean, bucks for adults, it says 30 for kids, three and a half hours. The title is Kantiki Party Boat. No minimum age, though, and an easy activity level. So if you are having a little bit harder time moving around stuff, this might be a good place for you. Yeah. You're going to be on the water. It's going to be like a miniature version of your cruise. <laughs> and uh, you get to see Blackbeard's Castle and Bluebeard's Castle and the Governor's Mansion. All nestled in the side of a mountain. So this is one of the things about St. Thomas that makes it really, really beautiful is there is some elevation in St. Thomas. And and it makes for some amazingly beautiful scenery. And you can see that on this Contiki thing. That's cool. So here's the other really cool thing about this excursion is after kind of cruising around, the boat stops over a coral reef and lowers her glass bottom viewers so you can see everything underwater. Oh, all right. So there's another uh, good thing. So this is going to be, I would say, an excursion to consider if you are not the person that's going to get in the water and do the swimming. If you're a person that maybe needs, you know, a little assistance walking, maybe a walker, wheelchair, or you're just not that mobile or you don't want to be that mobile, then this might be the experience for you. Laid back fun get to see some underwater life and, and then um, it stops at the beach yeah and then you can get a little crazy so it's not just for people who have difficulty moving because you can do like barefoot dancing and limbo contests and stuff like that and complimentary rum punch and fruit punch included and you can buy other things so right. cool. okay that doesn't yeah. sound bad what else we got what else do we have let's find out next in line, we have St. John Trunk Bay Beach Getaway and Snorkel. All right, so another snorkel. This one is $78 or $60 for the children, and it is four and a half hours long. You're going to St. John's. Now, St. John is, uh, it's an it's another island. So it's, it's a bit of a, the reason this is so expensive, it takes a bit of time to get there, but it is less um, inhabited and it's supposed to be I've not been there but it is supposed to be absolutely amazing beautiful scenery and stuff like that so uh, this is how you get there this is one of the ways you can get there cool cool yeah that's I'm just reading one and a half hours you could just spend um, at Trunk Bay to swim snorkel so, and sunbathe so keep that in mind it's four and a half hour excursion. You're at the beach for one and a half hours. So let's do a little math there. That's three hours traveling, right? So one and a half each way. So you're spending as much time traveling. Granted, it is beautiful traveling. You're also taking, it looks like a ferry over to get to the boat that takes you over there. So just bear that in mind. But it is going to be some of the most scenic scenery that seems redundant that you can see <laughs> pictures are selling me on it right i mean there's turtles in the pictures so but the but the beach and everything yeah. looks pristine it just looks gorgeous everybody i know that's been to st john talks about how amazing it is so this is something to consider what do we got next the st john champagne catamaran sail away okay so we got uh, another catamaran. This one is $95 for the adults, $75 for the children's, and it's a minimum age of four, easy activity level, four and a half hour trip. What are we doing? Um, You're going to take a ride on this catamaran. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm reading it. Um... You're going uh, across Pillsbury Sound to a special mooring destination where you can swim in the beautiful St. John Beach. So this is taking you to St. John Beach, but you're going on the catamaran. So it's going to be a more pleasurable, perhaps, oh. experience. Snorkeling, beach combing, relaxing. Enjoy freshly baked breads, cheeses, fruits, and a variety of beverages on board. Champagne 
and other beverages are complimentary after swimming and snorkeling. That's usually the way it works. That's probably the way it should work, is after the snorkeling, after the diving, after the swimming, that's when they give you the liquor. Yeah. So. So it sounds like a more. Hoity-toity. I was going to say, yeah, like a fancier kind of journey. Yeah, you're paying a little more for it, but it's a little more exclusive experience. Yeah. Sounds cool. You get what you pay for, probably. That's right. Cheese. By the way, if anybody's done any of these excursions, I mean, we may find out when we look at the... I haven't studied the Facebook. I know a lot of people respond. I haven't studied them very closely, but if you've done these, let us know. Uh, what do we have here? A Discover Scuba? Yes, a Discover Scuba. Diving to shipwreck and snorkel. Very cool. So you're going to get to dive and snorkel. This is... Whenever you see the words Discover Scuba, that means that it is for people who are not scuba certified. Yes. Um, This one seems cool. I read some of the reviews on this one because I was curious Hmm. about it. So this one is they give you like a a brief rundown of what you're doing. You have some, a couple practices of like clearing your mask and, and like if you lose your reg and stuff like. How not to die while scuba diving in shallow water. Yeah, basically those, those quick things. And then you have a 40 minute dive around the shipwreck. That's a decent time dive and then um so the one review that i read said they dove for 40 minutes and then they snorkeled for 40 minutes while the other half did their dive so they split you into groups so you either snorkel or dive first but you do 40 minutes of each now this is taking you to a 45 foot corinthians boat no that's what's taking you to buck island the marine sanctuary um what i don't know is what the wreck is or how deep it is, but you do have to be 12. That is the legal age to scuba dive in the United States, is you have to be at least 12 years of age. You will be with dive instructors, so it is very, very safe. It's probably 30 feet or less depth. Probably. Because that is, legally, they're pro- they might be obligated to do that. Keep in mind that because this is a U.S. territory, they have to follow U.S. law. I've noticed some more stringent policies when I've gone to St. Thomas as far as like how things are run and stuff like that in, in certain situations. So there you go. Uh, that means that the snorkel, I don't know what it'll be like. If anybody's done this, let us know. But it, it's a that's a great way to find out if you like scuba diving, to do one of these Discover Scuba excursions. What do we got now? Now we have the accessible St. Thomas Island Tour wheelchairs. So I'm guessing this is a tour that is designed specifically for people that need wheelchairs or, you know, for people that don't have a lot of mobility. It's $65 for adults, $45 for children. Uh, There is no minimum age. It's two and a half hours. What are we doing on this one? Um, Take a splendid tour of St. Thomas in a custom vehicle that's fully equipped for limited mobility and wheelchair access. Very cool. As well as anyone who wishes to enjoy the leisurely pace of this excursion. Okay. And it's going to take you to St. Thomas' highest peak mountaintop, gazing the Atlantic coastal views dotted with small islands and caves, overlooking heart-shaped Megan's Bay, St. John, our smallest gem, as well as down island views and the distant British Virgin Islands. So this is going to give you a beautiful view from the top of St. Thomas. And you're going to be able to see out into the Caribbean. I'm sure this is absolutely gorgeous. Now, it seems a little pricey to me, two and a half hours, 65 bucks. But, um, you know, it sounds like it's probably... Maybe it's a limited number of people. I don't know. It could be, if you have mobility issues, this could be a good tour to see some beautiful scenery. Cool. What do we got next? Next in line on our list is the Champagne Sunset Cruise. So this is going to depend on when you're there, because obviously if you're not there at sunset, this isn't going to work. But this looks like basically um, a two-hour catamaran sunset cruise. It's sixty-two dollars with champagne. Sixty-two dollars for adults, forty-nine dollars for the children, who probably don't get champagne, and that's about it. It probably just goes out, 
checks out the sunset, goes back in. So if you're in port for the sunset, you want to go out on a nice boat ride with some champagne, that's that's your way to do that. I don't see the point because I'm on a cruise ship. <laughs> right. But hey, to each their own. To each their own. What's next? Next is the Flavors of St. Thomas. Eat, Flavor, drink, flave. walk. Yes. Look at $90 that $90 per person. There's no kid price on this, but there's also no minimum age. Two and a half hours. That's a lot of money to just walk around. What are we going to get to do on this? You're going to walk. <laughs> Listen. And eat. And eat. Drink. Um, do some sightseeing. Okay. Uh, going to... Yeah, just eat a bunch of food. So it says some Caribbean dishes like curried chicken, island-style rice with peas, sweet plantains, Creole bungee, and it says in parentheses cornmeal, a staple dish of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Create a fruity rum cocktail. Sip one of your own. Cap it off with local tea and a sweet finish. We'll dig deep into the island's rich past of pirates, rum, and delicious homemade cakes. Oh, rum cakes, maybe? Oh. And so I I would assume that this is going to include some complimentary food and drinks. I would I would. I would assume, hope for 90 bucks that it is. Because that's that, a lot of money yeah. if they're just taking you on a walking tour. Huh. So cool. So you get a little history and uh, get to see a little bit of St. Thomas. St. Thomas is a great place to walk around. Like, there's a lot of fun places to just walk around, too, and um, it feels really safe and comfortable. What do we got next? Next, we have the kayak, hike, and snorkel. Okay, so you're going to get a little bit more rugged here. This is a difficult activity level, minimum of four years of age, uh, 90 bucks for adults, 80 bucks for kids, and, um, yeah, it's four hours, and you're going to do a, an eco experience. And, the, and basically, it's a, it's a mangrove experience and then a marine sanctuary. You're going to kayak and snorkel and hike a 16-acre uninhabited island with breathtaking views. Leave the pier in an open-air safari bus to the marina, and then you get a safety briefing, and then you get on two-person sit-on-top kayaks, and they take you into the, the mangroves, the inner lagoon. You make three stops for different ecology and wildlife along with amusing local folklore. Keep your eyes open for iguanas, egrets, herons, pelicans, and frigates. Those are frigate birds, not the actual ships, the frigates. <laughs> I mean, maybe you'll see both. I don't know. We are talking about pirates and stuff. And then you leave your kayak at the scenic beach for an invigorating hike to Red Point Cliff. Tidal pools and a blowhole. Hmm, interesting. Uh, don your mask. Ooh, don your mask. Okay. And plunge into the fascinating underwater kingdom. Sea starfish. <laughs> sea starfish. <laughs> Conks, stingrays, and pufferfish. As you explore a beautiful coral-fringed mangrove nursery. Oh, that sounds good to me. Enjoy a snack, then glide your kayak back into the water for your return trip to the marina. So you're going to kayak, you're going to hike, you're going to snorkel. Boom. If, you, if you're the active sort and you want to see some wildlife and learn about some of the ecology, this may be your thing. Four hours, did we say that? 90 bucks for adults, 80 bucks for kids. And minimum age of four. Yeah, difficult. We did say this. Yes. I'm remembering this now. Cool. The blowhole, by the way, is a hole in where the waves come in the and burst water up through it. In case you weren't aware of that. Discover St. Thomas, Megan's Bay. That's the next thing. Megan's Bay is a popular destination. And uh, this one is $52 or $40 for kids. It is a five-hour excursion. That's a long excursion. Moderate activity level. What are we doing here? This one here, you are going to... Uh, you, didn't, you didn't let me prepare before asking me. Sorry. Begin with a scenic ride along Skyline Drive offering breathtaking views. Okay, you're going to go to that highest peak mm -hmm. area. 
and get that scenery overlooking Megan's Bay. Yup. You are reading way faster than I am. <laughs> um, and then, let's see. Looks like you're going to get a little bit of history. You're going to get a little bit of free time for shopping. And, um, yeah, does it have oh, beach? There, yeah. Um, go to Megan's Bay for two hours of sun swimming and fun. There we go. There, there we go. go. So Megan's Bay is like a big cove beach area. Uh, we've heard that it gets a little crowded, but we've also heard that it can be absolutely beautiful. So we've heard different things from different people about this. And I think it depends on just when you're there and stuff. But uh, but apparently it is a gorgeous, gorgeous beach. So if you want to get there, that's one way to go. If they won't let you go on your own, that's one way you can do it. What do we have here? Next, we have the mountaintop and downtown shopping. Okay. What is this all about? Um, so it's $45 for adults, 25 for children, no minimum age. Grab your camera and ride to the highest point on St. Thomas. Okay. Uh, fantastic views, which we've talked about. This is really, I can tell you what this is going to do. It's three and a half hours. They're going to take you to that highest point. So you're seeing the redundancy. A lot of places, a lot of people will stop there because it is worth stopping at. And then they're going to take you to downtown Charlotte, Amelie, which is the port. That's the city that you go to. And they're going to give you some time to shop. Now, I'll be honest with you. You can just walk. Or take a cab to this area and shop. So really what you're paying for is you're paying $45 to get to this highest point. I'm not sure that that's worth the money there. But, you know, if, if you don't want to have to worry about the cabs and all that stuff, it, then maybe that's the way to do that. Okay. okay. And then we got our excursion here. <laughs> the two tank certified boat dive. Which is how much? $130. Four hours. Uh, here's the thing, okay? $130 to tank dive. That means you're going to dive twice. The other one, the beginning scuba, the Discover Scuba, that was like almost the same price. Uh-huh. It was one dive and you do get to snorkel. A lot of times you don't even get to snorkel. This is the difference. This is why if you like scuba diving, you get certified because you get a lot more dive time. I've never gone diving in St. Thomas, but it is a place that I'd like to go diving. And they're going to determine where you go depending on the local weather at the time and, you know, what what the conditions are, time of year, all that sort of thing. But there are several dive sites, including some wrecks and some sanctuaries that you can dive. Depths from about 35 to 55 feet and uh, outstanding visibility. Hardly any current or surge or anything like that. So this is easy diving. Beautiful diving, I'm sure. We got to do this. You know, we need to book a dive soon. We, we need do. to go diving. We do. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. Yeah. It has definitely been a minute. Let's take a weekend to the Keys. We could do that. Oh, I know that. It's, it's not that long of a drive. That's why I take said like it. A, take like an extra day or something. We could take off. a Friday or Monday yeah. and just. All right. Ugh. We don't need to plan our vacation while we're doing our well, podcast. I'm ready to go. What do we got next? Next, we have the. Sapphire Beach snorkel and panoramic views. Okay, fifty bucks for adults, forty bucks for kids. Three and a half hours, moderate activity level, and uh, we're going to Sapphire. It's, it claims it's the best beach in St. Thomas with its location, with views, panoramas of St. John, Tortola, and deserted Cays, azure waters. That means blue people, and off-beach snorkeling. Your own piece of paradise. Spend two and a half hours relaxing on lounge chairs, snorkeling, and the free bar drink. Oh. Ooh. Going on an adventure snorkeling from the breach? The, the breach? The breach. The, from the breaches with, with reefs on both sides teeming all around. The waters are teeming with tropical fish. I was trying to do... That was a poor Cousteau. But anyway, <laughs> as well as coral and maybe even a turtle... Beachside bar, there's some restaurants. Check out our frozen yogurt breakfast and coffee bar at this Caribbean oasis. Do you think there's supposed to be commas there? Probably. Because I'm not sure about frozen yogurt breakfast. Well, maybe. I don't know. Frozen yogurt. Yeah, there's probably supposed to be comma there. (laughs) 
Traverse your way back to the ship in an open-air safari buses along the Skyline Drive at the Mountain Artery of St. Thomas, shopping at the harbor, overlooking the... stopping at the harbor. Stopping at the harbor. <laughs> Probably be some shopping. The beautiful views of St. Croix, Puerto Rico. Your ship docked at the beautiful harbor of Charlotte Amelie. So this is a... Um, Good way to see some different areas, get a little beach time. That sounds fun. That sounds like something a lot of people would like to do. Yeah. Oh, St. John on your own. Okay. Mm. This is 35 bucks for adults, $31 for the kids, four and a half hour time, and easy activity level. Basically, what's happening here? This is basically, it gets you to St. John. You spend a couple hours at St. John, and then you go back. You have about two and a quarter hours of free time to do as you please um, in the picture-perfect village of Cruise Bay. Shop, relax, go to the St. John National Park, or visit the spectacular Weston Hotel. Cool. Okay. That's one of my things about St. Thomas. It's one of those places that everybody talks about St. John, but you don't have enough time to really experience it. So that's something to consider. It may be a better place to go visit St. Thomas for like a week, and then you can do some of these things a little bit more extensively. What's up next? Next is the St. Thomas Skyride to Paradise Point. Ah, Paradise Point and the Skyride. So this is 20 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for the kids. It is about one hour. Basically, there is a sky ride that takes you 700 feet above sea level and gives you a spectacular view. Uh, and also, when you get up there, you can have a drink. A drink, Matthew? A famous drink for Paradise Point. And this drink is called the Bushwhacker. The Bushwhacker. Do you have it pulled up over there? I do. I've had a Bushwhacker. They are delightful. And uh, you can get these. Usually they're frozen. Uh, I don't know if you can get it non-frozen. I, I think I've only seen them frozen. This is how you make a Bushwhacker. You use one ounce Coco Lopez, which is like a coconut cream. You use two ounces of Bailey's. That's an Irish cream. You use one ounce of Kahlua. That's a coffee liqueur. You use one ounce of vodka. That's vodka. And you use one ounce of coconut rum. They recommend Malibu in this recipe. And one ounce of amaretto. Um, it says ounce left over for extra loving. I don't know. You know, what. we have almost all of those things. We, we do indeed. We do indeed. And then you put it all in the blender and um, give it a medium blend. You pour it into a tall glass. You garnish it with whipped cream and a drizzle of chocolate syrup. I am a sucker for all these flavors, except for the vodka. That's the only one that I'm kind of like, meh, it's vodka. Yeah, but when it's mixed in a drink, it's not usually too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad, but I, I will pass on. Vodka is not my liquor. That's all I'm saying. I've had some bad vodka experiences myself. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but this drink is good and so you can go you can get a painkiller other places i mean i'm sorry you can get a bushwhacker or a painkiller other places but people travel up this it's like a point they have their own i think slightly tweaked recipe of the bushwhacker up there so if anybody's had one at paradise point drop us an email fantasticcruising at gmail.com what do you got there um so next we have the pirates treasure and shipwreck museum mm. it is Fifteen dollars for adults, twelve for bad. children. Um, so it's it sounds like it's just admission to the museum. Possibly, yep. Yeah, it looks like it. So you can spend up to an hour and a half there, which means it's probably going to take most people about thirty minutes to go through. I didn't look at the reviews of this, but um, yeah, it's an at, at your leisure stroll through the two story museum. So that's bigger than the pirate museum in Nassau, probably. <laughs> oh, and. And when you finish, make sure to visit the gift shop to find a treasure of your own to there take you home. Go. Well, you and I, we went to the Pirate Museum in St. Augustine, and that was a lot of fun. It was a cool museum. Yeah, so this one is probably pretty cool as well. And there is a rich pirate history in St. Thomas. So if you're a yo-ho-ho type, then go check out the Pirate Museum. Pirate Treasure and Shipwreck Museum. Moving on down the line. We got the Coral World and Beach. Now, Coral World is the aquarium. 
at St. Thomas. This is going to cost you 50 bucks for adults, $45 for the kids. It is a three and a half hour tour, moderate activity level, and it has a two years and under do not require a ticket. Okay, so minimum of one year of age. So basically, if you're one to one in 364 days, you can get in for free. Or if you just don't have your driver's license, that may be that way. But uh, basically, this is—it says a scenic drive. Now we've—I've experienced some interesting driving in St. Thomas, and some of our uh, people on the Fantastic Cruising community have verified this for their own personal accounts. But um, but yeah, Ocean World is a bit of a drive, and it's a bit crazy. Coral World, Ocean World is uh, Dominican Republic. Coral World is a bit of a drive. It is a small aquarium by u.s standards but it's cool and it's old school and they've got a huge sea lion that lives there that's like just out on the floor with you and it's humongous and it's if you are a fan of historic aquariums it is a definite place not to miss i've been there i i enjoyed it it's small i didn't spend tons of time there three and a half hours is plenty of time to get over there see the aquarium and be done with it. Now you're going to see there's some excursions that take place there that are part of the aquarium. This one actually includes a beach trip. So well, there's a beach right next to it. I think that's probably where you're going. Cokie Beach. Yeah, Cokie Beach is right next to it. So, But, you know, if you like aquariums, it's nothing spectacular. It's nothing amazing. But it's a nice aquarium. And uh, it's it's cool. Its location is very cool. And very neat to see. So, cool. Yeah. It's it's a guided tour, and they have uh, red-footed tortoises. So I'm sold. <laughs> okay, South American species of tortoise, the red-footed. I mean, tortoise. it's it's a tortoise, so that I, whether it's red-footed or purple-footed, I don't care. It's I a did, tortoise. I didn't know you were that impressed by tortoises. All right. Really? What is the one animal that turtles? I, but I mean, no, no, no. no. Every time we go to a zoo or oh, something, what do yeah. I say I want to do? Yeah, I thought that was just a matter of what was available. All right. Okay. Sea turtle or tortoise? What do you pick? Sea turtle. There you go. See? But I, can't, but I can't do a sea turtle encounter at the zoo. No. No, you can't. You can't. So it's different. Okay. What do we have next here? This is going to be confusing to me. Why? I don't know about this. Okay. This is the Fantastic Race Mystery Adventure and Fun. It's 85 bucks for adults, 80 bucks for kids, minimum of eight years of age, two and a half hour tour. Uh, isn't this a TV show or something? That's called The, the Amazing Race, but ah. it's a similar thing. Basically, this is a scavenger hunt, um, sightseeing. Basically, you get to kind of play a game and have fun while exploring St. Thomas. Okay. While players eat and drink, we wrap up the day with festive award ceremony. This is, sounds like, um, for those of you that are very competitive, that want a fast, fun, like it's not good enough just to go explore the island, this is for you. This is not for me. <laughs> this, <laughs> this sounds horrible for to me. But um, for some of you out there, this will be right up your alley and you would like it. What do we have here? This is the Nautilus Semi-Sub Family Adventure. Ooh, you know what the name Nautilus is from? Um, yes. <laughs> it's got two origins. Isn't there a creature called the Nautilus? There is a creature called the Nautilus. There are a few different versions of it. There's also a submarine called the Nautilus, right? There is, from Journey uh, from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That yeah. was Captain Nemo's. Nemo, that's where the... Clownfish is named from in the movie Finding Nemo. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Captain Nemo's submarine is called the Nautilus. Yeah, we've we've seen something like this before when we've done some of the other uh, ports. Yeah. Basically, it's a, it's a half-sub underwater viewing. Yeah, it's not a real submarine. Yeah. Right? This one, there are some real submarines, but this one is not that. It's 60 bucks for adults, 50 bucks for kids. And it is three and a half hours. You have to be at least one year of age. Oh. Viewing windows eight feet beneath Did we the surface. Read all that? No. Okay, just sounded familiar. It's what was the viewing window? Eight feet 
uh, underwater. Okay. So um, here's what I will say. This is a great way to see the coral reef if you are not willing to get in the water with your face. But I will also tell you that this is a great way to get motion sickness if you are prone to that. So buyer beware when it comes to that exact scenario. Now, if you do this excursion, it does also include in the price admission to Coral World. So you get to go to Coral World. And speaking of Coral World, like I said, there's a lot of other things you can do along with Coral World. So for example, you can do a helmet dive for 95 bucks, and that's basically this heavy bubble helmet that's connected to an, a surface supplied air source. And you kind of do this as a group. You walk along like a line, I think, and you can, but it's a good way to get underwater without scuba diving. You don't have to clear your ears because the pressure is maintained from the surface. So uh, you're only about 10 feet underwater. If you're not very deep, you're going to see some stuff. The, I've seen them do this, and the guide that's down there will um, point out fish. And they usually have signs that have the name of fish on there and stuff like that. They usually feed who, fish. Who was it that we saw do this? Was, was um, it D&J? Mm, or was it someone Roy else? Roy did it, and then we've seen somebody else do it, We too. saw somebody else do yeah. it. We have seen other people do it. I don't remember off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, I don't but, either. Yep. You can also snuba at Coral World, which is the difference between snuba and the helmet is that snuba is almost like scuba diving, but you are connected by a hose with a regulator in your mouth to a surface supplied air supply. So you don't have the tank on your back. Right. And then so you're very limited. Again, you can only go like maybe five, ten feet underwater, but it's kind of like... It's kind of like snorkeling, but being able to go under the water, basically. Yeah. So like free diving, but being able to breathe while yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. So it's kind of like normal snorkeling for me, but <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. And then you can also, you can also do a sea lion swim at Coral World. So you get, as far as I know, they have one sea lion, but I, I don't know. I could, maybe they have more now. It's been a minute since I've been there. But it's a big sea lion, and um, you get to swim with it. Or you get to swim with a sea lion. It says, our lovable South American sea lions. Lions? So they pro they do so, have more than so one. So they have more than one. I only saw the one, but yeah. So these are, like, this is $130. Bucks. Um, the helmet one, uh, and, and I think these all include, you know, free time at Coral World and stuff. The uh, what's the helmet one price on that one? Waiting for the internets here to load. It's on the next page. <laughs> Sorry, uh, 95 bucks for the helmet, snuba is 80 bucks. So, yes, yeah, so you can do all those things. A couple of the things we want to highlight that Carnival features is something called the Boss Underwater Adventure. Now, BOSS stands for Breathing Observation Submersible Scooter. So imagine the helmet thing, but you are actually on a whole apparatus that is a scooter. It's got a tank supplying air to you on your scooter, but you're also connected to the surface on tethers. So it looks like it's very, very controlled. Um, I, I don't know. What do you think about this? It's 120 bucks. Three and a half hour tour. I think if you want to see the underwater and still be mobile without diving, it could be cool. Yeah. I personally would rather just dive. That you know, I always I always come back to this, whether it's snuba helmet dives or, or this boss thing, the um the glass bottom boats. Look those are all options. The glass bottom boat may be your only option if you are not able to get in the water and do these things. But if you can get in the water, I think your experience is going to be a lot better if you snorkel and especially if you scuba dive than most of these things, especially scuba diving. If you're really interested in this stuff and you want to try it, it's gimmicky, whatever, enjoy it. But if you're really interested, just scuba dive. 
It's going to be way better, way better. And then finally, there's a weird thing called flyboarding. I, I don't know. This looks like a jetpack that launches you off the water. It looks it looks like a skateboard with water jets. It's like a snowboard. Yeah. You're strapped in. It's a little scary. And uh, yeah, it just blasts you off like Iron Man, it says. Swim like a dolphin. It, I don't know. Does this look appealing to you? I would do it. Oh, look, there's a pole or something there behind that guy. Yeah, that's how the water... That's, oh, that's so you're the not hose. completely... You're not just, it's no, not no, a no. jetpack. I no. thought it was like a jetpack. No, it, the water goes up the hose and shoots out. So the, basically the pressure of the water shooting out flies you up in the air. This does not appeal to me at all. It just it's an it's for like adrenaline junkies. Your mom would do it with me. She probably would. I wouldn't be afraid to do this. It just doesn't look like very. Exciting. I'd be terrified, but really? I would do I don't it. Think, but you're above the water. You're not going that high. I'm sure. Does it say how high you go? It doesn't say how high you go. Has anybody done this before? Flyboarding. Anyway, it's 160 bucks, and uh, I think you get some time at the Emerald Beach too. So there you go. You have to be at least 100 pounds, and you can't be over 300 pounds to do this. All right. Okay. So that's what Carnival has to offer. Now, what we want to do is look at what some of your responses were. We asked on the Fantastic Cruising community, hey, uh, you know, what's your favorite thing to do in, in St. Thomas? And we got, we got some comments, so let's go through those. Uh, we got Mary Miller here. And she says she went to St. Thomas in 2005, uh, was there December 26th, and the middle school had their steel drum band. Okay, first of all, steel drum band. That's cool. Like, not even just a steel drum. Steel drum band. Set up to play on front in front of the post office. And her youngest son played drums at his middle school at the time, and they let him play a set with them. That's cool. That is really cool. Boy, did he stand out, but he loved it. Here is a pic. She's, she has a pic on there of the steel drum band. I love steel drums, so that's... Yeah, that's really cool. That's pretty awesome. And then we've got Aaron Cluett. I guess, should we say their last name? I just uh, did. Let's, well, I mean, <laughs> it's there on the thing, but let's just stick with Aaron. Okay. Forget that you heard Aaron's last name. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. I don't think, I think she's already there. Anyway, uh, we swam... Went and swam with the sea lions in St. Thomas. Very cool experience. And there's a photograph of the two of them with a sea lion. So I guess the three of them technically... Look at that face. That is pretty awesome. I was talking about the sea lion's face, but your faces are lovely too. Uh, all right. And then we got Nicole. Nicole said, we went to St. Thomas in February a few years back. Did a snorkel excursion on a pirate ship. We did see a pirate ship thing. Saw turtles, rays puffer and other miscellaneous fish then went over to a beach break for lunch and route caught uh let's see caught in a tropical storm oh it was very cold because it was windy and horrible rain where you could barely see wow the crew was unable to control the ship and it was spinning 180 degrees <laughs> holy cow i like i said i kind of skimmed over these earlier but i didn't want, i wanted to read them while we were doing the podcast well most found this miserable we thought it was a blast good for you nicole and uh, would have signed up for a tour that took you into a tropical storm with a boat loses control i mean i paid for a cruise that took you on a boat that like spun in 180 degrees there you go there you go that's that's i i guess amazing that's funny <laughs> that is funny thank you for sharing that and then we got brian brian says Take a taxi over to Megan's Bay Beach as early as possible in the day. Grab a spot, relax and swim. Head back to the port area early as taxis are notoriously slow. That There you go, see? Uh, to do some light shopping and grab a drink. We have headed up the mountain via the chairlift. That's what we were talking about, Paradise Point, on a few occasions. Nice to do it once if you're looking for something simple. So it may be the kind of thing you do it once and then you don't really have to do it again. Very cool. Thank you for that tip, Brian. Megan, a little thumbs up for Megan's Bay there. And a little good advice, a little good tip about the traffic. 
The Professor Travel says, my least favorite thing about St. Thomas is that my cruise to go there got canceled March of last year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott. Hopefully we will be able to remedy that for you soon. You and I are both trying to get there. It's all right. Yep. Andrew says, our favorite thing has been snorkeling right off the beach there. Uh, I don't know what beach you mean. Like at the port, is there a beach you can snorkel at? Andrew, let me know. They've they've even found that the fish love dog bones, so they'll have some for you to feed them, and it'll keep the fish coming around all day. I don't know if dog bones are good for the fish, but I I mean, I guess it's natural, uh, a natural item, not maybe natural for the fish. Interesting that they like the dog bones. That is kind of intriguing. But Andrew, yeah, that's cool. Is is that beach right by the the cruise port? There's two spots where ships tend to dock. They're sort of across the bay from each other. Bonnie says, my favorite thing about St. Thomas is the arrival into the port. Oh, it is very, very beautiful. The view is just gorgeous with little boats and yachts dotting the water. You can take a drive up the hills to see the view from the other side. That's the spot we're talking about. Uh, the water is the most spectacular color, and the views are to die for. Yes, I agree, Bonnie. It is a beautiful island. This is one of the reasons why I like St. Thomas. It is just such a scenic, scenic place. Then Nick says, favorite things. Oh, and Nick, by the way, just stayed there for a week in October of 2020. We may need, I think Nick's a local here too, isn't he in, in our area? Yeah, is he He's the, the one, one that, that posted the, the, the stingray? stingrays? Yeah. We may need to get Nick on the podcast to talk yeah. about this. Uh, he's So he's got some really, a bunch of recommendations. Food, he says, Side Street Pub, owned by two Americans downtown. Okay. Um, anywhere in Red Hook. What is Red Hook? I think that's a, a little city area. Uh, beaches, he says, Koki Beach. That's the one by the aquarium. Amazing food and good snorkeling. I love how our listeners are like us. They're all, I guess that makes sense, but they're all like focused on the snorkeling and, yeah. the, and the animals. Let's see. Megan's Bay, touristy usually, you, although not so much in COVID times. Did okay, you say you? Secret Beach? I missed the Secret Beach because it was secret. <laughs> but there is a beach called Secret Beach that he uh, mentions, as well as Sapphire Beach, which we saw that mentioned in one of those. And then grocery stores. He says Moe's Fresh Market and Red Hook. What if we stayed in Red Hook? And Cost You Less is like a Sam's Club. Cool. Very cool. Thank you, Nick, for that contribution. And then my friend Beth, who is from St. Louis. Uh, favorite thing, Michael and I got married at the at Sapphire Beach Resort. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, and she says, I love the baths at Virgin Gorda. Oh, okay. Very, very cool. Cool. Uh, another Jody. Didn't we have a Jody? No. Oh, we had a Bonnie. Now we have Jody. Jody says, uh, never been there, but hoping to on our next cruise whenever that is. Yeah. You and me both. You and me both. Then we got Jennifer. Jennifer says, favorite things, the beach, the water, the food, the shopping, least favorite, the crazy excursion bus driver who seems to think obeying stop signs and stoplights were optional. Yes, the driving, the traffic is heavy. The driving is crazy. That's kind of a Caribbean island thing, unfortunately, I think. But um, but yeah, all that other stuff is worth putting up with that. And then we got a late, a late one here. From our friends down under. Did you even oh, see this one? I, I did. He made it just eight minutes ago. You just, just barely made this. Just barely made it, mate. Uh, this is our friend David from Australia. And he says, this place, mate, Side Street Pub, absolute, and he's got a picture, absolutely world's best fish tacos. A lot of U.S. students go and work there. It's in a laneway. That must be an Australian term, Dave. <laughs> laneway. Uh, that's probably like an alleyway off the main street and a fantastic place. And he's got a photograph of it that I'm going to zoom in. Yep. Cool. Looks like a quaint little spot. And if, if our friend Dave says thumbs up, then I have to believe him. He's got good taste. So, uh, so there you go. That's, that's what we learned from you guys. And hopefully you guys have learned some stuff from us. 
that is our port review. Our, I don't know, is it a review? Kind of a review um, of St. Thomas. Yeah. We'll give you more reviews when we actually get to go there again. Or when you get to go there for the first time. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Can we make that happen? <laughs> I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. Well, Kimbra, if we are done with St. Thomas, that means there's only one thing left to do. Book a cruise? Well, I mean, that goes without saying, but on the podcast. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah? Yeah, cue the music. Okay, well, today's cruise creature is going to be one that's a little strange. I was looking for something that was sort of special for St. Thomas, and I couldn't find anything really. But I did find an interesting animal that is, well, not native, that is living in St. Thomas as well as some of the other Caribbean islands around there, especially St. Croix, but we're not talking about St. Croix today. That is the mongoose. Now, the mongoose is not a native mammal to anywhere in the Caribbean. In fact, there are about 37, I think, species of mongooses. Is it mongoose? Mongooses? I'd say mongoose. I think it's mongooses. Mongooses, I'm sure it is. Like octopuses. Right. I don't, I don't know. It's not monga, mon, mongoose. Anyway. Anyway, the one that lives there is from originally from India. It was brought over to the Caribbean around 1870 and the reason that they imported the mongoose was to go after black rats that were probably also introduced into the island that were eating the sugarcane crops this is one of many animals that were brought in to eliminate pests of sugarcane and it sort of worked in this case they did kill the, the rats they're very good at killing rats but then they started killing everything else, too. So uh, they're also really good at killing snakes, which is not my favorite thing about them. However, there's the famous Ricky Ticky Tavi story about the mongoose. And they, they are an animal that is actually truly immune to some of the neurotoxic effects of venom. A lot of people think a lot of animals are immune to the venom. A lot of animals are just good at not being bitten or they're not as impacted. But anyway, the mongoose... Because they're so good at, at killing these sorts of things, they have eliminated some native species of lizard and snake from various islands of the Caribbean, which is not a good thing. Okay, Tammy? It's not a good thing <laughs> that they are eliminating these. These animals play a critical role in the ecosystems of these areas. So uh, if you go to, especially St. Croix, but even St. Thomas, you may actually see a mongoose and just think it's a squirrel. But you're not as likely to see a squirrel there, but you could see one of these cute little mongoose animals. Now, I thought that the mongoose was closely related to the mustelids, which are skunks, otters, ermines, um, things like that. They're not. They are not too far off from that. But the, the group that they're actually in is closer relatives to other mongooses and then Meerkats are in this group. I love meerkats. Right? So, yeah, they are carnivorous mammals, and, um, I mean, they're pretty cute. They they are important for the role that they play in their own natural ecosystems, but uh, not so great for the Caribbean. But if you go there, have you ever seen a mongoose? Let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. If you've seen a mongoose in the Caribbean, not in a zoo. They're probably not in zoos. I've not seen one in a zoo. I, I don't think I have either, actually. I've seen meerkats. Yes, meerkats. We used to have a meerkat at the St. Louis Zoo named Kidney Bean. He didn't Kidney have any, Bean? He was so old, he had lost all of his teeth. But <laughs> he was a sweetheart, though. He was one of our education animals at the St. Louis Zoo. All right, well, that, Kimbra, is going to wrap up this podcast. All right, well, on that note time to head for the horizon and until next time seize the day have a fantastic week everybody
Well, thank you very much for hanging out after the music has stopped playing. Hey, today we want to talk about some exciting news we have. It's not a cruise, unfortunately, but it is exciting. It is very exciting for me, and I am super, super, super happy about it. My mother has managed to become vaccinated, and that should make her safe from this horrible virus that is ruining all of our lives. But she is going to be safe from that. And because of that, because of that, we have felt comfortable booking her a flight. She's coming down to Florida to visit Kimbra and myself. And let's be honest, she's coming to see the animals as much as the two of us. <laughs> and she's going to stay with us for like almost two weeks. Yeah. Yep. It's about two weeks. Yeah. So we're going to... Uh, we're going to hang out. We're going to go do some fun things. I'm hoping I can get most, if not almost all of that time off. We may go up to St. Augustine and check out St. Augustine. Uh, my cousin and uncle might, my cousins and uncle might come down. We'll find out more about that soon. But uh, how exciting is that? I haven't seen my mom. It's been almost a year it's, to the week. It's been, yeah, this is the week that she was down here last year. I got the reminder on Facebook, you know, the memory on Facebook. So it's not going to be until my birthday week, which is also her birthday week, technically the week after. But she'll be here for both my birthday and her birthday. Did you realize that? I did because yeah. she specifically ta- said that. <laughs> but it, so it's June, it's coming, it's coming down in June, but we are looking forward to... Mama Sandy coming for a visit. And then she'll have to come down for my birthday, too. In October? Well, why I'm, not? I mean, twist her arm. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be hard. 